0: Mic check, my check. Mic check, mic check. So look, check this out, man. Y'all already see what it is. Y'all see what type of vibe I'm on right now. It's a Thursday. And on this Thursday, we're going to call this one right here. Throw it out there Thursday. You know what I'm talking about? And when I say throw it out there Thursday... We're going to talk about this business a little bit. Some of the things that I've seen, some of the things I've experienced, is lining up right now with what these two brothers I got on the screen is saying about hip-hop. Case in point, check this out. KRS-One, this is the Grammy's hip-hop 50th tribute. You get no respect here. You ignored hip hop for 49 years. At the 50th year, you wanna call us. And also, clip resurfaces of MC Hammer explaining why he won't attend any hip hop 50 events. And Questlove responds. So I wanna talk about the fakeness in hip hop. This right here is Season 4, Episode 90. If you don't learn how to do nothing else, monetize yourself. Because this game is so lame, and the players that's in it, they don't want you to get no further than them. And they'll do whatever it takes to keep you back. Man, I really believe that, and I think the way you look at what you're doing, you're going to set a great example,
1: man. So you just keep doing what you're doing, man.
0: Hey, come on, play that new song about the Roulette. Which one? That young black man, because the young black girl is the best thing you your life. That's right. If you can see it inside and you can put it in writing, everything gonna be alright.
1: But you ain't never heard me talk about no stories no. on nobody's platform. Nope. You ain't heard me, uh, go to none of these hip-hop 50, and just for the record, I got invited to every one. But I really don't have the patience for the fakeness. I'm really, you know what I'm saying, I'm really 60 years old. So I can't really, be, you know, I can't get with the fakeness of it all. You know what I'm saying, like, I can do it with a young cat, but I can't come around old cats and still be pretending. What you want me to call you? Six-shooter, hey, six-shooter. Man, come on, man. Man, come on, man. Ain't none of your bodies turned up yet. Every, I, I just can't do it, but I might, you know, I might get, I don't know, but pop got me out here today. My first hip-hop 50 event, that I said yeah to an only one, is to come and say how much I love pop, right? So let me just say this.
0: Sometimes I just feel like I feel, you know what I'm talking about? And today is one of them days. Tonight's is one of them nights. You know, I wasn't going to come on tonight, but because we was having all kind of, you know, trickery going on with the internet in and out, out and in, you know what I'm saying? So I said I wasn't going to go on, but, you know, I said to myself, let's just see what happens. Because at the end of the day, I'm responsible for pushing this show through no matter what. And when I started thinking like that, I said, you know, if I don't do this, nobody else will. And in the spirit of thinking like that, I said, you know, it's kind of crazy to where you get so far. And sometimes you get further than what people would expect you to go. And then it get to the point to where they don't want to see you move no further. And I'm saying that to say, that's where the fakeness come in. Because you hear this and you hear that, oh, I love you, oh, I got you, all this, all that. But when the time comes, it's none of that. And when I say when the time comes, it's none of that. You start thinking like, damn. It's a lot of fakeness in this music business and when i started thinking like that i started moving you know differently and i'm saying all that to say before i get into tonight's story i could just say you know i can relate and just check this out let's move like this. Let's do this. I want to go to the headlines and then we're going to talk about it. Okay. Tuesday, I told y'all, I broke it down. You know, I let y'all hear what Snoop Dogg was saying about the transparency needs to be in the streaming industry, you know, because he got a billion streams and only made $45,000. And then Spotify, before he made that great, Spotify said that they was changing the way that they was paying and it was going to be more beneficial for the artists. Well, how can it be more beneficial for the artists if it's not even benefiting them now? And saying that, I saw this and it made me bring back what I said Tuesday today. So in case you ain't heard, this Vault Talk. Spotify is chasing annual profitability. SoundCloud's already there. Say that again. Spotify is chasing annual profitability. SoundCloud's already there. Now, pause. A lot of people don't want you to know no more than what they know. And if you know more than what they know, if they feel like you know more than what they know, you become a threat to them. So they push you to the side. So in this business of fakeness and people trying to maneuver and move you, you got to learn and study, then implement in order. Tuesday, I told y'all that the major artists, some of the most known artists around the globe don't even understand the streaming business, don't even understand its process. So what we do here on this show helps you become more equipped than them if you're paying attention, if you study it, and if you implement implementing. So saying that to say that goes back to this right here. Tuesday, I told y'all what was going on. And I said that it was a problem. Well, now I found out why they are shuffling money around. Because they are trying to find out how can they make a profit. Now, those three cents that was left on the table that they say added up to be over $20 million in 2022 alone... Well, that right there would take them from the red to the black. So, now I'm starting to understand this little thing right here that they doing. So, with that being said, I want to get into the headlines because I don't want to paraphrase anything. I want to give it to y'all directly. So, with that being said, let's talk about it right here. it. Spotify is chasing profitability. SoundCloud is already there. Now, according to company data shared with music business worldwide, SoundCloud is currently on course to post a slim but positive calendar slash fiscal 2023. Hey, y'all got to work with me, man. This this internet over here is crazy, but we're going to push through this. You feel me? now appreciate you darcella marvis for buying the stars you know what i'm talking about we appreciate the love we appreciate the love the firm internal guidance shows that currently projecting annual revenues for 2023 is up 7.5 percent yet the bigger story for soundcloud and its ceo is that the company's is moving into the black. SoundCloud is forecasting a two million dollar positive, representing a significant improvement from the twenty nine million negative that it suffered in twenty twenty two. So it was twenty nine million in a negative last year, but now it's about to be two million in a positive this year, which means that it made thirty one million plus in order to be in the black this year. This is what SoundCloud has done, but Spotify is chasing. Reaching profitability matters because it reinforces that we are pursuing the right strategy and have taken the necessary steps to turn around the business, Stetton said. Although SoundCloud doesn't primarily consider itself a DSP for listeners, it also runs a significant creative service operation. The timing of the company's shift to profitability is foreshadowing by some interesting recent events. What was even more rare, the rhetoric from Spotify that followed. After years of chasing growth over profitability, it was now shifting focus to the latter. Now, pay attention to what I just said, y'all. Spotify said that it is now shifting. It is now shifting from chasing growth to now chasing profitability. Spotify CEO Paul Vogel told the firm's investors in October that expectations are now that we will consistently be in the black Moving forward. For Stanton, comparisons between Spotify and SoundCloud don't always tensely neatly meet. Still, he acknowledges that the music industry's biggest digital brands may be headed into an era where investors value annual income as much as they do shooting for the moon ambition. As profitable growth company, we now have the foundation to build the future of fandom and the fan to create an economy, he said. Although we don't yet have final numbers from SoundCloud for its current financial year, we do have some additional color on what's been driving its performance in 2023. The firm said it has seen a 30% year-on-year increase in annual revenues from fan subscriptions, subscription payments from listeners, as well as ad revenue generated by people pressing play this year, they said. SoundCloud's creators' business, meanwhile, fees paid by artists for access to distribution, tools, and services to market slash monetize their music has seen 4% increase year over year in 2023. SoundCloud's gross profit, according to its guidance, has shown 10% year on year growth this year, up from 94 million in 2022 to 104 million in 2023. The latter represents an annual gross margin of 36.1%, they say. Now, one interesting accelerant behind SoundCloud's profitability this year, more efficient spending on marketing, people, and overhead. SoundCloud was one of the first industry companies to publicly announce a staff reduction in 2023. A group of firms that this year have also included Warner Music Group along with BMG. Now, I wanted to give you all these figures. Last week, of course, Spotify announced that it was axing 17% of its global workforce, affecting 1,500 employees. Daniel E.K. said that the move was essential due to a gap between our financial gold state and our current operational costs. In closing, earlier this week, SoundCloud announced that it has struck an A&R partnership to jointly develop talent with Patrick Moxley's Helix and Payday Records. The follow similar partnership that SoundCloud has struck with the likes of Jax Jones and Dan Stacy's UK-based dance-focused record label, WUGD. Now, I wanted to finish that off and say this. By any means necessary, Spotify says they are trying to make a profit. Now, if that means by shuffling, shuffling the way they pay artists, then that's what it's got to be. If that means that we got to change gears from growth probability to profitability, then that's what it's got to be. See, now I understand why they are saying we are only going to pay those that we deem to be working artists see the game is changing in real time and i told y'all this shit. now with spotify doing what they doing trying to mimic what soundcloud has done soundcloud changed they pro rata scale the way they pay artists some time ago they've been doing it to where you pay who you listen to this is why spotify has mimicked those moves because they seen that it turned they whole business around. So they are hoping this turn their business around. This is why I said I renew my distribution with DistroKid only for this year just to see how it's going to change the way that they are paying me because I get paid every 30 days. And if it don't go up, I will be taking it down and only releasing music directly to social media because that's what's paying me and that's what's going to be paying the independent artist the most once you figure out what I figured out. But saying that to say, man, hey, moving right along to the very next story. Now, like I started off the show in the beginning, clips of MC Hammer explaining why he won't attend any Hip Hop 50 event. Quest love responds. KRS-One disses the Grammys and says that he sent LL invitation right back to him because he felt like they was being fake. Now, fakeness in the music industry. Listen, you see what's going on with so many artists. I mean, back and forth, forth and back, everybody got beef about something. But this business is supposed to be to the point to where it's so big to where everybody can make money, right? And if you got so many people making money, then why is there so many problems? That's because it's not as good as they making it look. You understand what I'm saying? And you got to be able to see through the bullshit like me. I mean, I'm in it, but I know. I don't give y'all no bullshit. I give y'all the real. You feel me? You won't see me faking and flexing like I got something when I don't. You won't see me trying to do something or be somebody that I ain't. I am who I am, like it, love it, or leave me the hell alone. You know what I'm talking about? It is what it is. So saying that to say, this is why Andre 3000 says that he don't want to come back to music because he don't want to go backwards. He want to go forward. And I even saw goddamn Quavo talking about he want him a flute now. See, this industry is full of monkey seeds, monkey dudes. You feel me? Like, people don't want to be original. People want to be like the next. And in the process of trying to be like the next, what is that? That's fake. Because God only made one of you, one of me, one of everybody. You feel me? Unless they're a twin. And even twins are different. So saying that to say, this clip of MC Hammer that I played resurfaced. And i want to break down what was said you know in this article about what hammer said and what krs one said so i'm gonna mix them both in one now check it according to hammer mc hammer has been missing from all the hip-hop 50 celebrations this year and his absence has affected quest love who wanted him to receive his flowers the 60-year-old explained his reasoning for not attending any hip hop 50 events during Tupac Street Name and Celebration in Oakland, California. Hammer revealed he doesn't do interviews and won't do any 50 hip hop events because it doesn't feel genuine. According to Hammer, he's too old to be tolerating fakeness and pretending to be something you're not. You feel me? You're not even heard, you haven't even heard me talk about no stories on nobody platforms, he said. You haven't heard me go on none of these hip-hop 50 events, and I was invited to them all. He continued. And with that being said, Hammer said, hey, listen, y'all can stop inviting me because I ain't coming. When I was doing my thing, y'all didn't accept me for doing my thing. And now everybody trying to do what I did. So y'all can stop inviting me from coming. And KRS-One co-signed that with saying, the Grammy's massive salute to hip-hop 50 has received mixed reactions, with many noting the absence of rap icons during the televised performance. KRS-One who did not participate in the show, recently explained his reasoning behind his decision to decline an invitation to take the stage. I was asked about two months ago. They asked me to do it, he said, and I turned them down, the the renowned lyricist said in an interview that has since been removed. With all due respect, LL Cool J. Himself called me, KRS once said spoke to my wife and pretty much begged for me to be on the show but we both turned them down. And reason being is because I know people don't understand this thing we call hip hop. And I say this respectfully. KRS-One is a hip hop extremist. I'm not violent. A violent extremist. I'm insane with this culture i know i must have lost my mind in this he said the boogie down production co-founder also pointed to the perceived exploitation of the hip-hop culture as another factor that made him adverse to accepting his fellow rap legends offer i don't fight it i don't apologize for it i recognize that my experience in this thing called hip-hop is different from most mostly everybody else's experience with hip hop. I restrict myself in a certain way because I know who I am in this culture, he said. You're in the temple of hip hop. This is our home. This place, this institution can never side with, come under, understand the exploitations of our culture. Never will you see me standing in an environment where our culture is being exploited, KRS-One said. I'm gonna end it right there. Listen, because one thing about the teacher, KRS-One, he'll go on a tangent when you asking him about hip hop. I will too, because if you live this shit, if you breathe this shit, then it feels different when you see people exploiting it Opposed to, you know, somebody else that's in it trying to make a living from it. You understand what I'm saying? Exploitation and grinding to make a living in it is two different things. And I agree with him wholeheartedly. Don't be a part of that shit. I agree with Hammer wholeheartedly. The fakeness make you want to stay away from the shit. See, this is why it's so important for you to be able to build up your own situation and and do your own thing because a lot of people are threatened by your success. A lot of people are threatened by your intelligence. A lot of people are threatened by your ingenuity. So if you got all that going for yourself, don't dull your shine. You know, a lot of people say be humble, and being humble is different than being stupid, being docile. Being humble means that I know I can do what I do, but I choose not to do it to you. You feel me? So that's the humility that I have, but at the same time, I'm also, you know, equipping my mind to go past all these other suckers that's been trying to hold me back, and Saying that to say, that's the perfect segue for this next story. See, you can't hold a person back that invests in themselves. You can't hold a person back that has the means to do it with or without anybody. You feel me? So saying that to say, I want to give an honorable mention to the homie 50 Cent for doing his thing. 50 Cent launches G-Unit Film and TV Studio in Louisiana. The legendary rapper Creates Hub will be housed in Shreveport, Louisiana. That right there deserves a round of applause. See, this is inspiration for my creations. This right here shows me you can give a middle finger to everybody and still stand on your own too and be successful. So for those that's wishing my downfall, for those that's hating from the sidelines, Watch me in 2024. I promise y'all, you're going to be amazed in 2024 because I got some things that I'm working on. And when you see it happen, don't act like I ain't tell, you suckers. You feel me? Shout out to 50 Cent for launching G-Unit Film and TV Studio in Louisiana. Now, that right there is the perfect segment for, I mean, excuse me, the perfect segue for me to talk my shit. Now, listen. I want to say this and I want to say it loudly. It's a lot of haters. It's a lot of haters. If hating was an occupation, it would be a lot of millionaires and shout out to the people that was commenting on my post as well as billionaires. One thing I've learned from the haters is that they ain't going to stop me. See, the thing about a hater is that they'll talk that shit but when you pop up, They get quiet, like Debo in the room. You feel me? So a hater is only a coward, period. You feel me? So saying that to say all these haters, all these cowards that's in this music industry, that's in this entertainment industry as a whole, fuck y'all. Middle finger to you. You ain't stopping me. You ain't stopping people like me shout out 50 cent, that's willing to go above and beyond. That's willing to take their own money and invest in themselves. It's a lot of people y'all don't see me around. That's because we ain't getting money together. They selfish motherfuckers. They want to do their own thing and I do my own thing. And I see you chumps on top. Biatch in my biggie voice. You feel me? So with that being said, 2024, watch us grow. Watch what I do. You feel me? Not just with this show, but a whole lot of other things that's in the making. Please believe me. 2024, we gon' grow. 2-4, 2 Put them up in the air. But look with that being said man do me a favor man if y'all haven't already follow me follow me on all social medias because these suckers don't think that we're gonna get to where we going we going and we're gonna get there with your help so follow me on all social medias if you're not following me on TikTok, follow me over on TikTok. we still at 23.3 but i know that thing gonna get up out the mud so follow me, share it, whatever you got to do, let's get this thing to 23.4, you feel me? And also, look, check this out, we over here also on Instagram. Y'all already know. We got motion over there at 41.8. I want to see that thing climb to 41.9 and then do what it do to get to 42. But right now, let's grow. Let's get that thing up to 41.9. And to all you haters that watch my show and don't share it, that don't come in, but just stay on the outside and look, keep watching. Keep watching because regardless of what, you steal one of my stats. You steal a statistic. You're going to count it. I mean, they're going to count it regardless if you come in or if you just watch. So keep watching, suckers. Keep watching, haters, because I want y'all to see this blow up. I want y'all to see what happens for me. I want y'all to see what I do. And just know. Nobody done this but God. You feel me? Now, with this vision, I'm going to leave y'all with this. Tuesday, I'll be back on your ass. This right here is episode 90, season 4. That means we got 10 more to go before we get to that coveted 500th episode. When we get to that 500th episode, like I say, we're going to give away cash and we're going to give away some merch. And it's just Off the strength of me feeling good for being consistent in what I do. Haters ain't stopped me when they shot me six times. They didn't stop me. The devil didn't stop me in that car crash. And the hater didn't stop me for not doing what they supposed to do. So with that being said, I will be back 2024. And y'all gonna see me shake my motherfucking... Just stay tuned, man. But look, I'm up out of here, man. I'll be back Tuesday. You got a vision.
1: You gonna be a boss. You won't quit. That's like you you grew up playing football your whole life. You played little league. You went to high school. You went to college. You was never drafted. They told you you wasn't good enough. But guess what you did? You kept working. You kept practicing. You walked on. Guess what? They gave you a little practice deal. But guess what in practice? Goddamn, you turned up. And that turned up, goddamn. You a Hall of Famer now. How do they explain that? That's what Rose is. And that's what you gotta believe in. That's how the game go. Everybody don't get drafted. You gotta walk on sometimes.
0: Instead of being like, damn, this ain't working for me.
1: Like, it's a mindset. It ain't gonna never go the way you want it to. It'll never go that way. You just gotta be ready to not accept no for an answer. What's next is what you gotta be asking yourself. If I walk into this office and they tell me no, what do I do next? Cause that's where I'm gonna walk to next.
0: don't like Rosé, and I know they don't like me, but we give them the middle finger till Tuesday.